There's like chocolate in my blanket. <laughs> Saving it for later. Ugh. Yeah, don't eat that, actually. That's probably not good for you to eat not later. I'm do that. Uh, hello, welcome <laughs> to this week's episode of the C-Slam Trek of OVA. It's a podcast where you com have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. I hope everyone out there enjoyed, you know, had a splendiferous 311 day. Oh, God. I didn't... When is that? It's tomorrow when we're recording this, but it will be Wednesday when I this goes up. I swear to God, if I get a message from you that has anything to do with 311, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to... <coughs> I'm going to drive to Indiana and I'm going to fight you. 311. Who remembers? <laughs> Old school. Okay, you can you can do that. That's fine. That's a really good joke. That's the only good 311 joke. It's the only good 311 joke. It's really really funny. Do you think the person that posted that on your in your Facebook feed their energy was the was the color of amber? Oh, of course, because it's old school. Does I don't, I don't know what the there's another 311 song, but I don't know what the other 311 song is. Um, they did that cover of um like love song that I really hate. Oh, terrible! It's so bad because love song is such a good song, and then 311 just ruined it. What else anyway, did 311 do? A lot of songs apparently. They did a cruise. I think we've talked about this before, but yes, I'm sure we. I'm sure stuff. we have. Anyways, we're not here to talk about 311. We're here to talk about even dumber stuff. Even dumber stuff. But first, we have breaking news. By the time you're hearing this, it won't be breaking news, but as we are recording this, it is literally breaking news. Yeah, like notifications, all that jazz. Uh, E3 2020 is is allegedly, by the time you probably hear this, it already, already has, uh, supposedly it's getting canceled. Yep. Because of the coronavirus, yep. along with literally everything else big and prominent that's happening. Um. Except for the conference that I just went to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is not the least bit surprising, given that, like, GDC got postponed. Like, basically everyone was like, okay, well, when's E3 going to cancel? Yeah. When's E3 going to be like, okay, we're going to give in. Uh, Late last week, I believe, IM8Bit was like, yeah, we're pulling out of doing uh, the E3 things we were going to be doing. Whoops. <laughs> and that was pretty much like a, hmm, that's, the, that's not a good sign. Nope. You're probably canceling soon, aren't you? And uh, late Tuesday night, multiple people are tweeting out that sources are telling them that basically tomorrow, Wednesday morning, they're going to make an announcement that says, hey, E3's canceled or maybe potentially postponed or whatever. But I think here's the the key thing to come out of this. The, and it's, big, we, the big takeaway. Yeah, the big takeaway to come out of this is what we were talking about when all this was breaking down. E3's f dead it's dead this is i you mean can't, it, you're not coming back from this nope it's been like a a corpse for a bit that they've been like what what's that we get a bernie's is that is that what the movie is where they like have been towing around like the the corpse trying to make sure that people think that it's alive i think I don't remember. Anyway, it's basically that that they're like, "Hey, look, <laughs> there's this conference, totally alive, guys. It's fun, right?" And it's just like rotting. Yeah, like I, the the whole ploy to like open it up to the public, which I mean, like obviously, like that's a smart idea in general. Ish. Yeah, ish. I think. Um, Could have worked. 
But then literally, I think they just bungled the whole thing the first year, and then the next year didn't really go over that well. And by the time like they they really opened it up to the public, like E3 was kind of becoming a ghost town. Like Sony was pulling out, and now like you know other companies were pulling out this year. And I think the 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 thing that a lot of companies are going to look at is like, oh, we don't have to go through the ESA and, and do E3 to get our information out to people. Right. And I mean, like, Nintendo and Sony have been playing at this for a bit. Correct. Um, Nintendo a bit longer than Sony, but, like, I think this is really going to be what sells it for them, is Mm -hmm. that, like, we don't have to do this anymore. And, I mean, with how much, like, rabid, gross fanboyism happens at E3 now with all the fan stuff, like, honestly, probably better. It's something that I think a lot of people have been saying for quite a few years now, is that, like, why do people need to go, or why do companies need to go to the E3? Like, yeah. the it's, internet it's is such a, a large platform. A Street live live streams are a huge platform now. Like, they don't need to do this. The, I feel like the only reason they were going is because like it was a formality. It was just tradition at this point. And now you can just be like, oh well, we're just gonna set up a live stream during that week, get our information out. Yeah, and I that's mean- it. I can see, like, it sticking to the timeline of, like, people doing live streams in that week. Mm-hmm. But I think E3 as a actual conference and as a tradition is, like, dead. Yeah. The only, like, actual things that worked, that E3 was, like, good for was, like, you know, connecting companies and people together, doing business, which is a lot of, like, you know, like kind of, like, the key things that, like, go under the radar, obviously. Like, right. a lot of big business happens at E3. But... And, like, that's the same thing for, like, GDC. So, like, both of these getting canceled is going to be a weird thing in and of itself. Like, a lot of people are going to miss out on opportunities and all that sort of stuff. Like, that's going to be a, a thing. That's a whole different conversation in and of itself. But, like, right. there's probably going to be other ways to go about doing that kind of business. I and would like, think so. And the idea that, like, E3 originally started off as, like, you know, it was a way f- for companies to show off their games to the press, mostly, like... um traditional press not like not like game magazines and all that sort of stuff but like the newspapers the like, television company or the right. television news companies all that sort of stuff the new now, York times yes the video games were back at it this week at the electronics entertainment expo do yep. they really need to cater to that audience anymore yep they so. they, they don't and then if they if they need to they can just like go hey hey we need we're gonna go talk to usa today about our new thing at any time. <laughs> um, so yeah, this whole thing isn't that big of a surprise. I think the the weird thing is going to be that like in a year of a new console cycle, it's going to be very strange that like companies are not going to be really probably putting out like big events to like hype up the launch of their console. Yeah, because obviously Microsoft has already got out there and talked about the Xbox Xbox Series. X that that new Xbox there we go. Um, the, they, the they've Xbox ga- X. Yes, they've <laughs> uh, they've given they've given they've given out specs and everything. They've shown off the box and everything. People know what they're getting into with the new Xbox. Yeah. Essentially, obviously the the things we don't know is like if there's going to be like multiple SKUs or anything like that. But for the most part, people know what they're getting into with this. Sony has really kept a tight lid on everything with the PlayStation Five, other than like, hey, we're making the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. So like. They were probably a company that, like, at some point in time, some point in the near future, they were going to have to have a big event yep. to really unveil the PS5. Now, do they do that? 
or is it just or does it just become hey we're gonna put on a live stream to discuss the next iteration of the sony playstation i mean i think that given like the state of play that like that's what they would do yeah the state I mean, of plays though have been like very low-key yeah. in a way low-key yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> i don't know if they would do it for that i feel like they would just make their own like thing be like hey we're going to talk about the playstation 5 come join us yeah i mean and not it, brand it that makes sense i'm just saying that like they've been doing state of place so it's not unusual mm-hmm. for them yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. make announcements via stream mm-hmm. now and then nintendo is obviously just going to do their thing obviously so the only thing that like is going to be different for other companies is like they'll have to figure out their own ways of doing this probably but like they have even avenues to do that so like i don't think it's going to be that big of a deal well and like game announcements happen when it's not e3 too so it's, it's exactly not like the end exactly. of the world that e3 is not happening um, but i mean one thing that i was actually having a discussion about today is that um, I was looking and lamenting at our uh, games played in 2020 list. I was like, God, there's not many games we played this year. I was like, I guess it's going to be a weird year because of the consoles releasing later this it's year. It's going to be a weird year, I think, in general, because like there's been a drought in the first few months, mm-hmm. which has been kind of weird compared to the past couple of years. But also, like, because of the whole coronavirus, you know, plague, it was not a plague, but like... Pandemic. Epi- pandemic, yes, thank you. Happening at the moment, like... And with the way that companies are basically like, hey, if you're on our game development team and you want to work from home, let's do that. I feel like there's going to be like a ripple effect from this. Oh, and I'm that, sure like, there will. Production's probably going to go like slow down at a point where like we probably will see more delays over the coming year. Um, I fully, fully expect that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh. I would not be surprised if by the time these consoles come out, there are shortages. I also believe in that because if if they even get out there and are hit their release date, that was something I was just about to ask you: is do they actually come out this year? Like, if they don't get some kind of like, if this doesn't clear up soon, I'm not sure that it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Konami, I think, put out just last week that the like the Turbo Graphics Mini is on hold indefinitely because of production problems due to the coronavirus. I mean, they can't really manufacture it or ship mm-hmm. it right now. Like, they, they just can't. And, like, there's no telling how long this will last. Nobody knows because they don't know if it's a seasonal thing or if it's a, like, mm-hmm. they don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah. I've, I've also heard, I mean, it's probably just, like, secondhand stuff, but, like, people have been, like, very frantic about a Nintendo Direct and how, like, there hasn't been one this year so far. Mm-hmm. And people wondering, like, I wonder if the coronavirus has, like, decided... Or, like, that's a reason why they haven't done a Direct yet. But, I mean, they haven't done a Direct and it's March and the coronavirus just started, like, in February. But true. Like, they could have been, like, thinking, like, oh, we're going to do this in late February or March or something like that. Yeah. But now with how things are currently... Like, maybe they're like, well, let's just not do this right now. I mean, it's possible. Maybe it's... games that they they were going to talk about are getting delayed internally that they're just not talking about yet. That's very, very possible. Mm. Um, um, but also, like, it's disgusting to see all the fanboys always like, direct, direct, now, direct, direct, direct. I'm just like, Jesus, dudes, calm down. Yeah. Uh, Jason Schreier of Kotaku just tweeted this out. Um Heard him. from two people that E3 cancellation will be announced tomorrow a.m., both secondhand, and one person with ESA ties who insists that it won't be. 
uh, and then says, whether or not it's announced tomorrow morning, it's only a matter of time before E3 is officially canceled. Publishers can't afford to wait much longer to make their plans, and all signs point to the virus getting way worse in the U.S. before it gets better. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, all makes sense. Totally. Also, again, I love him. He's great. So I think, like, you're right, you're your mention of how like this is going to be a weird year is like going to even be more compounded yeah with like the way this is going to affect production in terms of just game development console development console production to where like there is a potential risk that, or not a potential risk but like a potentialness of like the idea that these consoles don't hit this year it's i mean at this point i i wouldn't be surprised I really wouldn't be surprised. And who knows how many other games are going to get delayed because of this, because of, you know, just various reasons in general. Um, so it's it's going to be a weird year in general. It's still going to be a weird year in general, in general, mm-hmm. but even more so for, not even more so, but just, but even more so compared to previous years for games, especially just compared to different years where consoles have launched. Like, this is going to be, like, unprecedented, I think. So it's going to be just strange to see how the next few months play out play out what exactly happens and how things just end up for the rest of the year man what the heck because more and more stuff is going to get canceled oh yeah this country can't figure out how to literally do anything in the face of a pandemic so yeah i mean I just saw that uh, there is an emergency in Massachusetts, which um, I just left. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. I saw, like, some tweet going around going, like, talking about, like, oh, like, Italy is, like, under a complete state of emergency. They're closing everything down. South Korea has been doing this. China has been doing this. Meanwhile, in America, do they, do we cancel Coachella? Yeah. Should we do that? Well, and there's also like obviously they did, but yeah. Um, but then we also have someone that's like, you know, the top person in the government saying, "Oh, oh, you should go to work." It's like, yeah. um, maybe, maybe don't. The CDC having like literally no plans on how to combat this or anything. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a whole dang mess. So, um, I would, I would suspect and expect, um, at the same simultaneously that. This is going to have a pretty big effect on video games this year. It's going to have a big effect on everything. It will. I'm just saying that yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, since we focus on like the nerdy, mm-hmm. it I I very much think it's going to have an impact on like what we do as people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not even including like, hey, my personal life that yeah. I do and my my worky stuff. Yeah, 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 like there's already been animes that have been pushed to the next season because of because of really? this. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've seen already a few big spring shows have been pushed to summer because of, basically, production has been slowed down due to coronavirus concerns and all that sort of stuff. Um, here are some tweets from Patrick Klepek saying, I've heard the ESA have been vetting a statement about E3's status with various publishers and vendors following an emergency meeting to discuss the event's status in the future. I won't be surprised if there's some kind of digital E3 based around some press conferences and presentation. My guess is the reason the ESA hasn't said anything is because those plans are still being figured out, which would be interesting but also just like again companies could look at this and be like yeah we can just do this ourselves we don't have to go through you to do this 
why bother? Man. <sighs> are we having fun yet? How are we having fun? Well, we might be soon. This is clearly the year for everyone to get into Final Fantasy XIV, let me just tell you. I mean... Have you have I told you about umbrellas? New feature. <laughs> yeah, but you also told me about sharks. And, like, the okay, thing is, is you almost had me. You almost had me, and I just was like, oh. Ignore the, just don't go on the fishing boat. Just Jared, ignore everyone with the shark mount. <laughs> Jared, it's me. <laughs> it's true. If there's fishing in there, I'm... I mean, you don't have to get the shark mount. You could just leave it in your achievements. Just but there are other, there. other people with it, but also, True. like... But also, there's, like, shark enemies in this game, too. Yikes. But, like, you you saw the text message screenshot I sent you the other day that I am now the queen of fishing. It's true. Man, because... I love to fish. <laughs> <laughs> I want that shirt so bad. And no one would get it, and everybody would think that it was, like, me being serious. And it's not at all me being serious. But... I am now part of the Fisherman's Guild and everything, and, like, Estelle is the ultimate fisherwoman because I am awesome and love to fish. Which, by the way, guys, we're going to talk about a second chapter eventually, but not today. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently VentureBee is reporting that there's going to be an indie Nintendo Direct next week and a real Nintendo Direct the week after. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that will rely on remasters and ports. <laughs> The one after? The the big Nintendo Direct. Of course, that's just rumors. Obviously, like, there's a rumor every day about, hey, there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Right. There's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Right. And I mean, so. like, honestly, with everything going on, like, makes sense that there would be remakes and ports and everything. Yeah, or that's an, that's an easy thing to do. Well, not yeah. Okay, to be fair, I don't know how easy it is to remake or port over something, so that's a very facetious of me to say. It's easier but... to get a great game from the ground up. Yes, that's the and key point I'm trying to make. Sorry, and it's and it's faster when you're trying to like keep things running. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're having issues with, well, a pandemic. Yes. And you still need to keep the company like funded and all that jazz. It's like which Nintendo is not gonna have any issues with keeping funding, but um I mean you want me to tell you about the Nintendo stock price? Do I wanna know? I don't know. I could check real quick. As a Nintendo stockholder. My 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 Oh stock... my stocks have gone up apparently. Oh snap. <laughs> One dollar and ninety four cents today. Wow. Big gains. I, I lost like three grand in the past few days. I bet. Yeah. Let's see how well the Nintendo stock has done in the last month. It has lost $2.51 in the past month. $9.18 over the past three months. Well, AMD and Apple went up today, but... But it's gone up $1.12 today. It's, it's been kind of a disaster since we had one of the worst days of the stock market in a decade the mm-hmm. other day. Yay. <sighs> Man. It's real fun when, like, the world feels like it might be ending. But guys, don't don't stockpile toilet paper. Like, there's no reason for that. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't either. I keep hearing that, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> I don't either. I guess people... What else are you like using toilet paper for? <laughs> Rolling people's houses. Like, 
I get like you want your butt clean. Obviously, I hope you want your butt clean. Butt clean. But like, I don't think you can get that virus from like your butt. Your butt. <laughs> just Unless you're just like literally having someone like sneeze into. <laughs> and I don't know how many people are actually doing that. That's a kink that I don't want to know about, man. Yeah, so like I don't get that. But obviously, I... like people like just freak out and think like they need survival stuff whenever snowstorms happen they're like oh my god i need all this toilet paper because I, I don't know when i'm gonna get out of the house and then it's like three days later and it's like oh i can get out of the house <laughs> oh man it's wild i don't i don't understand people i don't either man i don't understand people this has been a wild week for me honestly yeah <laughs> yeah Anyways, speaking of wild, speaking of wild, we uh we were sitting here being like, what do we talk about this week? And we've already talked a good deal, talked for twenty minutes about just nothing. The coronavirus and yeah. video games. Talking about current events. Yeah, but like current events and video games. That's that's important that's, to it us. It's important, yes. Like umbrellas in Final Fantasy fourteen. I spent nearly one million gil on buying a parasol. <laughs> okay, but like, let me tell you something really quick. You said umbrella, and the very first thing that came to mind is that scene in Resident Evil 6 where he like falls and it makes the umbrella logo out of the blood. <laughs> like, that's literally the only thing that came to mind when you said umbrella. And I'm just like, oh, oh, that's not what you mean. God. And the fact that that's where my brain immediately goes. And I, I believe it. It's hilarious. Um, yeah also I've been playing that Picross Ace Attorney game oh yeah you have which it seems fine it hasn't completely blown me away yet but I'm only like halfway through so I don't know exactly like how ridiculous it's going to get no I don't want the this film that's called the same as the game <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not what I want um but yeah, this seems all right. You said it has a text message sound. The what? You said it had a text message sound. Oh, it has like the same like text noise that the Ace Attorney games have, like a. That's. It basically sounds exactly the same. Cute. Um. So yeah. Uh. So I think the key thing that like a lot of people like about this game is that like character designs are by the same person who did Half a Boyfriend. Nice. And they got the Ace Attorney composer. Nice. So <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty easy to do. Pretty easy, like one-two punch there. That's um, legit. I think the only thing that's like kind of been weird about it is that like some of the like the twists and turns have been like pretty predictable. Uh, that's lame because like Ace Attorney, like yeah, very very not predictable. But again, I'm only halfway through, so like maybe there's gonna be some like more wild stuff that will pop up in the the upcoming. Yeah, the later, like, latter half of the game. How do you beat? How do you beat like cross-examining a parrot? It's true. How do you? How do you beat that? You have a robot companion. Okay, or you end up being the defense attorney for a an, an orca. It's true. That is, that could also happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a thing. Don't want to talk too much about it just because I haven't gotten that far into it. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, umbrellas in Final Fantasy XIV are pretty good. I get to stand there with my umbrella. I'm like, look at me. I have an umbrella. Your character's Ella, so cute. Ella. I changed my character, by the way. What? I'm a cat. 
What? I changed it to a cat. Well, <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I'll have to show you. Okay. But yeah, I'm a cat now. And you dance, 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 dance. And I dance, 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 dance. Nice. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen available now. <laughs> Might be the only game you play this year. Maybe. Uh, anyways, we, we we were we were discussing, hey, what do we want to do? And for whatever reason, we were like, you you brought up the question, was there ever a King of the Hill game? I and I was like, that no, question. that's see, there's no way. And I was like, there was a Beavis and Butthead game. Yes, we did learn that. There's yeah, only there's multiple, many. more than you uh you had anticipated. Yeah, I only had one. Uh, so I I was like I was look I looked at those and I was like, you know what? Let me just take a gander and see if there was one. Sure enough. There was a King of the Hill video game released in the year 2000 for the PC and Mac. I can't believe. This is a real thing. It is a real thing. A very real video game. What is the title? King of the Hill. That's it? That's it. Wow, okay. Creative. Look how you're going to, you just need to sell it with the game. It's like, hey... That this it's, is the King of the Hill video King game. Of the Hill. That's what you're getting into. Yes. So uh, it comes with two different game modes that you get to install to your computer, which I'm sure works right now in the year 2020. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you get Texas Hunting <laughs> and Hoot Nanny. <laughs> Those are the two game modes. <laughs> uh, so obviously the hunting is a literal hunting simulator. It is with a King of the Hill skin. Yeah, so you get to hang out with all of your favorite King of the Hill characters and go hunting with them. And they're naughty posters. <laughs> and they're naughty posters. Like, and it's it's super weird. It's very weird. It's way more in depth than you would ever would have imagined for a licensed video game that came out in the year two thousand. It is wild how much like stuff is in mm -hmm. this game. Like, you have to figure out where you got to go. You have to know what animals you can hunt in those areas. You have to have the licenses for those animals. If you hunt something that is not on your license, you will like get suspended for a week. Yeah. yeah. You have to figure out what items you want to bring along, and you have an item limit. He can only carry eight in his truck, is what he Certain says. animals will not be affected by certain guns, and you can bring food. You can bring Cause, food. Because if you do not, you have to you have to eat, or else it will affect your, your shooting. But you don't want to get hungry. You can only bring beef jerky and cheese puffs. That's, I mean, it's all you need. It's true. So, yeah, that, this is... It's wild! It's so wild that this exists, honestly. Like, I cannot get over the fact that this is a actual thing. Uh, the shooting doesn't seem good. No, it does not. Which, that's the part where you're like, oh, license game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> but just, like, the, the, the amount of detail and depth they put into this... Is not at all what I was expecting. Also, there's like a scoring system that you do use to compete with the other guys. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what? It's something. It's, it's really a Fleetwood something. Mac joke. There's a Fleetwood Mac joke, and it's good. It's real good. I was like, wow. That's pretty. It, it, they have like little articles you can read before you go out hunting. Mm -hmm. Which like that's again more detail than you would have anticipated. 
It was like what? Um, Hill County, Nick, not named after Bobby Hill. <laughs> Nick Steve from Fleetwood, something is that? Yes, how it was? yes. It's funny. It's real funny. Yeah, there's there's a lot to this game that I was not. I was like, oh, this is going to be just a, a, a crap game tie-in game that has the King of the Hill license. Like, no. Here's a hunting simulation type doohickey. It's so, so that's so that's that half of the game. The other half has you becoming a new neighbor. Yep. To all the characters, and they throw a block party, and you get to go do mini games. Which yep. this part seems more in line with, like, oh yeah, licensed game. Oh yeah, you have to like sign an HOA form and everything. But mm -hmm. I, I I did have to laugh because like when you're signing the form, there's a sign in the back that's one of those like. God bless this mess signs. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh God, that was like in everybody's house in yep. like the late 90s. Everybody had that. It was well, basically like the late 90s version of like Eat, Pray, Love or whatever it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Live, uh, live, live, laugh, love, whatever. <laughs> I forget what it is. It's that white people thing. Uh, when you boot up that this portion of the game, you get a like postage size version of the opening to King of the Hill. Oh God, yeah, you do. Like it's a Sega CD game. Yep. So I'm like, oh, I'm all into this. It is. It's all voice acted. Yeah, it's, the entire voice cast is there, which is very surprising. I did not expect that. So, like, they they put a lot of effort into this. Clearly, they really did, and like the art's not bad. Like, mm -mm. It, it's it's hand drawn. You could tell that it's like it's oh. the king of the hill art. Yeah. So, like, like obviously that is pretty simplistic, but but even still, like that's that's some effort. It all looks really good. It looks like it is the style of the show. Which is wild. Mm -hmm. So wild. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? That's the power of the the personal computer, clearly. Oh my god. Um. So like, so yeah, like you have this. They have this block party. You get to go do mini games. You can talk to like all of the characters that are at the party and everything, and they'll have just weird things to say to you. Um. But you have like these mini games where like you get to go on a scavenger hunt through the hill house with Bobby. Which like some of those clues are very weird. Mm hmm. And I would not have figured them out. Mm -hmm. um, but Bobby's like, yay, you figured out my things. And I'm like, wait, what? How? How did you figure out what that was supposed to be? Which is like a, it's like a point and click, like a, almost like a first person adventure game in a yeah, way. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like travel through their house. Yeah. You get to pay, play paintball with Dale. Yeah, which like, what? <laughs> you mean Rust Rusty Shackleford. Rusty Shackleford. Which I will say, we we were talking about how it's inaccurate that he would ever turn his back to you in the hunting it's area true. because, like, Rusty Shackleford would never turn his back on someone with a gun. He wouldn't, and especially not somebody that he like barely knows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the best part about the hunting game is like it just it it gives like name yourself, and then you're just like you're in a sore, and Hank comes up to you like. I see you've got some nice hunting equipment. Me and my friends have just made a hunting group. I know this might seem forward, but would you like to join? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it. I'm, it's a very like ham-fisted way of getting you to hang out with the King of the Hill yes. guys. Yes. <laughs> like, how do we write this so that you get to go join them? You just join them immediately. Okay, cool. Yep, done. Genius. Wipe your hands clean. It's fine. Yep. Uh, there's a tic-tac-toe game you get to play with Peggy. Mm -hmm. 
There is a lawnmower race. Oh my god, the lawnmower race. It's <laughs> real, it's something. It's so bad. You have to like mow the lawn, also you have to like empty out the lawn mowing bag, or else yeah. you can't do anything. Mechanics. But there's also like a sprinkler that you can't run over, mm -hmm. and like trees. Hay, hay bales. Yeah, why are the hay bales there? It's a challenge. Who does that? Gotta make it challenging. Do we? Uh, and then you end with mini golf. Oh boy, that mini golf. Which does not look good. No, it does not. <laughs> Which I'm wondering is if like they just took the engine from like because there was apparently a Beavis and Butthead mini golf game that came out in '99. Which we learned about while we were yeah. doing the research. The so I wonder if like if this was the same developers who did that. Actually, actually I could I could, I could look that up. We have the power of the internet. We have the power the of the internet. So yeah, I wonder if like that was the that was the case. Maybe it's very not. possible. I mean, like, it just very—it seems very specific to be like we have mini golf, right? Especially when this other Mike Judge game had mini golf, right? It's ah, man, what a weird video game this is. Apparently, uh oh. The developers of this game had at some point developed a Burger Time game. What? Flying Tiger Entertainment is a development company and publisher started by Johnny Brandsetter, better known as TurboGrafx Johnny Turbo. I loved Burger Time so much. So they probably put a Burger Time on like the Turbo Graphics. Wow. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? I... Over time. Wow. Um, you know, speaking of games that I really, really liked, um, and this is a little bit of a segue uh, that's like momentary, but uh, they're re-releasing like the Tiger Electronics handheld games. And then yeah. like, Little Mermaid one that I was like super jazzed about when I was a kid came out in like 1991. All those were f terrible. They're so bad. They're really bad. Really bad. And I saw that they were re-releasing it, and I'm just like, I can't do this to myself. It was a no very one bad should do that to game. themselves. But I played the hell of it when I was a kid. Uh, it was two different companies that put that out that did the this game and the Beavis and Butthead mini golf game. Honestly, I am shocked by that. This company, the, the company that did the Beavis and Butthead game, made Super Caesar's Palace for the Super Nintendo, a game that I owned. Really? <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yeah, like I said, I had the Beavis and Butthead game on the Genesis. Um, you know what's a real missed opportunity, though? What's that? For there to be, like, a Mario Kart-style game, but with King of the Hill and... There is like, a... Uh, there's lawnmowers. A, there is a, a stark... depletion of the market share of King of the Hill games. <laughs> I agree. There need to be more King of the Hill games. The fact that the fact that there's one is astonishing enough, but the fact that there aren't more. Give if King me. of the Hill had come out today, there would be multiple games of the show. You think so? If it if it was basically had like the same fervor and like popularity that it did. Yeah. I think it would probably have like multiple video games. It might have been like in the PS2 era, like how Family Guy had like 
Was there Family Guy games? Gross. Yeah, there were Family Guy games. I, I'm pretty sure I could. Well, be hang on, I'm gonna look this. I up. I could be lying. I could be making. I know there's like up. mobile games that they made. Well, there's a Family Guy pinball game, man. You. Man. You. Oh, let's see here. Also, apparently, the team that did the King of the Hill game made was part of making the first Digimon World game. <laughs> What? Mm -hmm. There was a Family Guy game on the 360 and PS3. And on the PS2, PSP, and Xbox. Yeah, I think that's the one that I remember. Gross. Yeah, very gross. But, like, probably would have had a licensed game like that kind of thing. Can yeah. you imagine, like, a King of the Hell visual novel? <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> God, I'd play the hell out of that. Too good. Too good is what I say. I, man, King of the Hill. What a good show. Needs True. more video games. True. Get on it, game developers. We were talking about how, like, you have a gameplay moment where you have to go out back and drink beer with the guys. Yeah. And everyone just has, like, a, a, a sip beer button and then a yep button. Yep. But then when you get to Boomhauer, you have to put in, like, fighting game combinations <laughs> for him to say his line. Yep. That'd be really good. So you do, like, quarter circle, quarter circle back, half circle forward, up, down, A, B, down, down, right, right, quarter circle, quarter circle, dragon punch motion, which is, like, forward and then quarter circle. <laughs> Spend the entire analog sticker d-pad two times in a row and then you hit start and he's like man i'll tell you what dangle in the beer i'm good i love to sip it on get that stuff on the and hang on get that flat bed and you want to you know dangle yeah yep did i ever tell you that my friend once told me that my dad was basically boomhauer and that he couldn't understand when he would speak to him <laughs> oh my god and, like, after he said that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, if you haven't been around him, he's right. Like, you know, I lived with him for a massive amount of my life. And so, like, I could interpret what he was saying much like they can on King of the Hill. Mm -hmm. But, like, I understand now from an outside perspective, like, people could not understand my dad because he sounded like Boomhauer. And that's hilarious to me. And so now I'm imagining, like, somebody having to do, like, a crazy fighting game thing to make my dad speak. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh man, there's so much you could do with a King of the Hill video game. There really is. It's a shame that that'll never happen. What a tragedy. Unless there's a reboot of King of the Hill. I don't think you could do a reboot of King of the Hill. I mean, two of the voice actors are dead. Well, that's a that is a a reason why, but I don't think like that show would work in today's climate. No, I don't think so either. But that is a, 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 a show that was of its time. Like, not necessarily in a bad way. No, but, like, I don't think you could pull something off like yeah. that now. The climate of today is much different than the climate of the late 90s, let's um, say. As someone who was just writing about a moment that aired on American television in the late 90s, I can tell you about that. It's true. <laughs> but, like, man, that doesn't mean that people couldn't make King of the Hill video games that are great. I wonder if it would even be possible, like... I doubt it would. 
Like, how much of a licensing nightmare would that be? Probably a huge licensing nightmare, but like, I could still want it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just, I just like, I'm just on this this thought train now of like, who owns the rights to King of the Hill right now? Like, is is King of the Hill right now a Disney property? Does does Fox still retain the the rights to King of the Hill, even though it's in syndication and everything? Oh, that's a good question. Or like, have the rights lapsed or something, and no one owns it? Is Mike Judge just like sitting somewhere, just like r- clutching the King of the Hill rights for all of its worth? <laughs> I, I, is is Hank Hill a Disney princess? That's the real question. Yes, absolutely, yes. That's what we need to know. I Apparently, think you can that- watch King of the Hill on on Hulu. I have Hulu. Actually, I watched the first episode of King of the Hill on Hulu when Keller first gave me his Hulu account. Good. Yep, that was the first thing I watched on Hulu as soon as I got it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? 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 Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay, okay. Apparently, there is a new show they put out on Fox called Bless the Hearts, which loosely takes place in the King of the Hill universe. <laughs> what? Because it features, like, the same store. Oh. But doesn't involve, like, Mike Judge or anything. Oh, that's lame. But it does have, like, a few story editors that were on King of the Hill. Hmm. But it's, like, it's very loose, apparently, so. Loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey. How long did King of the Hill run for? Welcome to our episode about King of the Hill. You know what? King of the Hill deserves its own episode. King of the Hill, King of the Hill ran of- until 2010. What? What? Get out of here. It is a good slice of life anime. From January 97 to May 2010. Are you serious? I would not have imagined. Oh, may- hang on. Okay, the final episode aired on Fox on September 13, 2009. Four episodes from the final season were to, air- to have aired on Fox, but later premiered in nightly syndication from May 3rd to 6th, 2010. Oh, wow. I would never have imagined that No, same. this show ran that long. So, again, why are there not more King of the Hill video games? That's a great question. How did we go this long without that? Also, how did this show last that long? That's a good question, too. What happened? So, did it end, like, when Brittany Murphy died? I, hmm, let's see. No, she died in December of 2009. Oh, okay. So I would assume she would have... Well, yeah, she would have been alive, obviously, because the show ended before she died. Yeah. So she would have been able to finish that out. But (laughs) what the f***? Man. Well, now Tom Petty's dead, too, so... Tragic. Yo, King of the Hill is a good, good show, and I, I, I do think that it um, deserves better than like the mini golf game. Yes. But um, the fact that this exists is just like wild to me. I never ever would have expected it. Thirteen seasons. Wow. I. I don't know how to react to that information. Do you? 
13 seasons. How do we react to this? How do they not make a movie? Oh, that's a solid question. Community told me six seasons in a movie is all you need. <laughs> they went twice. They went over twice the amount of seasons. But no movie. But no movie. But they did get a video game. Mike Judge did Silicon Valley. Yeah, he did. Huh. It was actually a really good show. I just thought he just disappeared after King of the Hill. Nope, no. But I mean, like he's just gone. He's like, I'm good. One thing about Silicon Valley, though, is that um, he ended it because he was basically like, yeah, it's becoming too close to real life and I can't handle that. Because he's like, you know, with with Zuckerberg and Facebook and like, what was it? Uh, Analytica, I forget the first part of it. He's like, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's too close. And he's like, man, that's got to feel bad. Did you know King of the Hill won two Emmy Awards? What did it win for? Hang on, i got to find them again. <laughs> uh, in 99, it won the Outstanding Animated Program for programming one hour or less. Okay. And then guess. in 2002, uh, the voice actors for Bobby Hill won Outstanding Voiceover Performance at the Emmys. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. I've learned so much about King of the Hill in this like past hour that I did not know before. That's what and we're I, here for. And the thing is, is that like I consider myself a pretty big King of the Hill fan. Time one of Time Magazine's one hundred greatest television shows of all time. I agree with that. Where did it rank? So from what I'm seeing, this is still under the Fox umbrella. Fox still has the rights to it, I'm assuming. Oh, okay. So, King of the Hill is a Disney property now, so along with Hank, literally everything else. So, Hank Hill is a Disney princess. So, Hank Hill is a Disney princess. So is Bobby Hill. So is Bobby Hill, yes. So is Rusty Shackelford. So is, yes. Pocket Dale Sand. Disney. <laughs> Dale Disney character, Dale Gribble. <laughs> That's wild to think about. My God. Dale Gribble as the... Uh... I love that I just always call him Rusty Shackleford. I mean, that's his that's his name. It's his name, Pocket Sand. I can't find the the full list of this time list because it just takes you to like the King of the Hill page where they wrote something about it. Mm, tragic. Oh, hang on. I will read what they, they wrote about King of the Hill. Please do. The most acutely observed realistic sitcom about regional American life bar none. This animated series is a lot like its protagonist, Texas propane salesman Hank Hill. It isn't flashy, 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 never gets a lot of attention, but it does its job year in and year out. With a harsh war veteran father, a pudgy son more interested in prop comedy than football, and a stubborn boggle-obsessed wife, Hank tries to avoid both his dad's callousness and PC feel-goodism while stricting to his principles of hard work in a world that rewards shortcuts. Creator Mike Judge makes Hank funny in his painted Boy Scout re re rectitude? <laughs> Sure, without making him a figure of fun for it. And with its canvas of mega stores and, and lashing yuppies, the show sees modern America's fine detail like an electron microscope. I think they missed the fact that, like, so much of it is satire. Yeah. Like, that's what they really should have highlighted, is that this is, like, gold-tier satire. Mm-hmm. Man. What a good show. 
<laughs> Did you know Boomhauer's name was Jeff? What? Apparently that was revealed in the 13th and final season. <laughs> Also, the series finale reveals he's a Texas Ranger. I did know that. I did what know he's f- a Texas Ranger. That that's his what profession. The f- you didn't know that, huh? I mean, I didn't. I I kind of fell off the King of the Hill wagon when by the time 2010 happened. <laughs> I was like a grown human being at that time. You were. I was also a grown human being yeah but like i wasn't when it started no wow how do we deal with this information do we no we just appreciate that king of the hill exists and so does a king of the hill video game even if it isn't the video game that it really deserves. But it could be. It could be. Someone who made King of the Hill. There were, novel, there were 16 by 9 episodes of King of the Hill. <laughs> that's how long it lasted. <laughs> One season of it, but that was that's how long it lasted. There is King of the Hill on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh my god. This has been a very enlightening experience for me. It really has. And it's wild because it was just like a throwaway comment from me asking if there was ever a King of the Hill video game. (laughs) How did I do this? How did you do this? I am awful. 2016 reappraisal from The Atlantic dubbed it the last bipartisan TV comedy. Partisan. With the writer doting the program imbued all of his characters with a rich humanity with that made their foibles deeply sympathetic. In this, King of the Hill was far ahead of his time, and the broader TV landscape has yet to catch up. Well, is it bipartisan? It's a slice of life. All slice of life shows are bipartisan. Did you it is know? it is slice of life, you are correct. What a mm. I, I, I can't put into words how how much I love King of the Hill. Can't. But, it's but. bad but it's bad that I had like a Beavis and Butthead game and like that's what I remember it was like conflating it with King of the Two different shows. Well, it is, but I thought that there was like the prototype Hank Hill in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure or not because I haven't gone back to check, but I was thinking. But regardless, like now that I know that this is a thing, I'm like, all right, A plus. Now I know that there is a King of the Hill video game and my life is better for it. I hope your life is also better for it. It's true. I feel much more enlightened after <laughs> after tonight than I did. Now we know to bring both the guns. It's true. Always bring both guns. It's true. 
and the cheese puffs and the beef jerky. So there you go. What I a, guess that's our episode. What an episode. Sometimes we like to shake things up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with something more traditional next week. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I still think this was fun though. Oh, it was. It's just it's it's a weird episode. It's a weird episode. It's like current events and King of the Hill. <laughs> Finally, what the world needs. It's true. I mean, like, what the world needs now is not love, sweet love. It is King of the Hill video games. <laughs> what if there was a King of the Hill Otome game? I was actually thinking about that, but I was like... <laughs> Do I want to put this out in the world? <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't want to say that. I'm brave enough to say that. I didn't want to say it. I mean. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Yep, we're done. <laughs> Goodbye. If you would like more from us, go to SeasonalCheckup.com or SAC.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup and Jared and Now Watch. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup. And you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get Yay. podcasts early. All that fun stuff. Next week, we will talk about something. I don't know. Yeah, I've got a few things up my sleeve that we could talk about for sure. Well, I have nothing up my sleeve. Just kidding. Um, some point we gotta do some Masha Madness. Yeah. So uh, maybe that'll be next week. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm on spring break next week, so we got time. That would probably be the best time to do it then. I agree. Because obviously we have two more episodes left of March as well. So. Yep, I think that that's the best time. Well, let's probably do it next week. So how about that? March Madness returns next week. Woo! So look forward to that also there will be an episode on patreon exclusive to that where we will discuss our choices for the bracket and everything mm -hmm. so if you want to get the the scoops sign, up for, sign up for the patreon yeah hold on to your butts y'all that's why they that's why they got all that toilet paper ah, it all comes back now now we know <laughs>